Well, welcome to the fifth edition of the Central Worship Podcast, and we're in our story series, um, listening to the wonderful people we have a part of our worship ministry here and their stories, who they are, um, some of the things they love, uh, what makes them tick. And today we are privileged to have Cynthia Matrone with us. So why don't you say hello to us, Cynthia? Hello. How's it going? Uh, so Cynthia is a part of our music team here at Central on our staff and uh, has been for a few years, and she'll probably tell us a little bit about that. But I'm excited to have her and looking forward to her sharing her heart um, about her family, just who she is, um, some of the wonderful things uh, that make up Cynthia Matrone. So uh, why don't you say, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and uh, yeah, give a little introduction to who you are. Hello, everybody. Good to talk to you today. Um, it's so funny to be in one of these things, you know, hearing the own sound of your voice. One day you'll be next, whoever you are listening. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I'm Cynthia Matrone. Um, I am married to here a pastor on staff, um, Anthony Matrone. Um, we met here um, about 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe it. 2008 is when I met him. Um, and I've been here for that long, but, um, we have three kiddos. We have an 11 year old Annabelle, um, 11 next month, um, an eight year old Alex and a five year old August. Um, they were all just surprise, wonderful gifts that we awesome. were not planning yes. on. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we, um, have just taken this life and everything coming at us. Um, one step at a time. So we're we're here. We're still here. We love it. We love the church. Um, we love our life. We live here in Springfield. Um, yeah. Yeah, t- so how how did you come to be employed at Central? How did, how did you be, you know how did you get involved here? And then obviously that led you were on the worship team. Mm-hmm. You met Anthony. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now yeah. you're our, our music admin. You know, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Um, it's a little bit of a romantic story. In um, Ooh, it's ideal. For this. Yes, let's go. <laughs> no, just um, I was praying. I was helping at it. Um, at a Hope Community Church up over on the east side. And then I was over at James River for a little bit. And I just feel like the Lord had something more for me. And so one Sunday while I was at CBC, which I came out here to go to school, um, uh, I was praying the Lord would direct me where I need to go. And I was drinking out of a Central Assembly mug. And there was just this still moment where I was like, okay, God, I'm going to go to Central Assembly this morning. And I have a great aunt that um, and great aunt and uncle that would come here and had been here for a long time. So I came to Central and um, I just felt like home right away. And um, my one of my professors, Tom Matrone, he's on staff here. So it felt familiar. And um, I had a lot of friends coming here. So I've pretty much been here ever since that Sunday. Um, and uh yeah, I um originally from California, so I came out to CBC uh in fall of 2007 and um to pers- to finish my degree for music. I already had an AA essentially from community college in California and some credits from um living in Arizona too. My parents had moved down there um when my stepdad passed away, so um and then I finally felt like it was the time that the Lord wanted me to finish my degree. So, um my degree is in worship leadership. And, um, I shortly became involved here at central with the youth. I did my, um, uh, well, well with the youth and with our midweek service for, for the people who have been here for a little while, we used to have a Wednesday night service called new community Mm. and, um, Mike McCrary, who plays the bass guitar for us now on worship team. Um, he was one of the associate pastors on staff and he sort of led that service. So Catherine Cole and I um, I led worship then. And that's where Q Anthony came. Um, he was on staff here working in the media department and, um, he saw me, I was actually on heart song who we had last night here, um, on our district council, they were leading worship for central. Uh, so I was on heart song and he saw me 
and um, I could tell he was looking at me, <laughs> and um, and uh, he started playing drums for us the following week. So Catherine and I were heading up that worship sure. set, and so then he started playing drums, and he asked me for my phone number the following week, and we went out on a date. And wow. um, that and then was how long it. did you guys date before you got married? What was uh, we. We were talking about getting engaged probably within six months. We went okay. ring shopping. Yeah. Um, and then another six months after that, uh, he asked me to marry him. Okay. So, um, about uh, a year. Yeah. Exactly a year before we got engaged. Cool. And then got married six months after that. Great. So about, awesome. So yeah. fun, fun. And yeah. tell, so tell us a little bit about California. So you grew up in California. Mm-hmm. When did you move to Arizona? What, what, I've never been to California. What, what's it yeah. like living, growing up in, in uh, sunny California? <laughs> it is very sunny. There's something about California because the air from the ocean is just, whenever I go back, I'm like, I feel like I can breathe. It just feels like home. Um, I guess it's the ocean air probably makes that big difference, but I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area. Okay. So where Silicon Valley is, where Apple computers is. Yeah. I um, grew up in Cupertino and Sunnyvale. So um, it was called the Land of Milk and Honey because the Bay Area used to be this great place for um, vegetation mm. and orchards. And so the, they also call it the breadbasket of the world. Okay. So like there's just so much agriculture and um, farming that happens over there. But the Silicon Valley kind of became instead of the the fruitful valley became the Silicon Valley was kind of a joke um, as the as HP computers, as Apple computers, everything grew. So sure. I grew up right um, in the middle of all of that, I went to, my sisters went to the same high school as Steve Jobs. Okay. Um, wow. and I went to the junior high down the street. So it was, uh, gentrification started to ha- happen during the recession, um, when I was living there in high school and stuff. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting time to be there and growing up, but very, very diverse. Sure. Um, I was a minority in my high school, so the populations were very, um, it was Pacific Islander, um, Japanese, wow. um, a lot of the, you know, people that would be from San Francisco area. Sure. So, um, Hispanic, Mexican, actually all of Central America. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I feel like I can speak Spanish by <laughs> osmosis, like, nice, like yeah. I've inherited that culture. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I, I grew up in that. And then my, how about, how about the spiritual aspect of what was, so did you come church. to Christ in California? Mm-hmm. Oh, Is, yeah. Eddie, okay. So, yeah. So I was pretty much, um, introduced to the Lord through my mom. My mom grew up a pastor's kid in the assemblies of God. Um, and they had pastored all over the Southwest and ended up in Sacramento where my mom met my dad. Um, and they actually met in San Jose. My dad was the lead of like Chi Alpha at San Jose wow. State. Cool. Um, and my mom, and I think he was at Bethany College, which was a AG school sure. out there. So um, that's that's how my parents met. Um, and we went to a community church called um, Santa Clara Community Church. So the uh, that's kind of like where I grew up spiritually. I guess mm-hmm. I got saved at De Anza Bible College, but sorry, De Anza Bible Church. Um, there was a De Anza College. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I'm my sure brother. we have lots of California people in our choir yeah, and community, do. so I'm sure they'll yeah, all know true. these places. Yes, and yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, it, it it was a difficult place to live, I think, because of just the uh, the steepness of um, I don't know, unless you're in like the engineering industry, um, it was kind of a difficult place to live. Sure. So I kind of experienced some of that stuff that happened with the recession and seeing mm. some poverty things happening around me, um, and stuff. So I. Uh, and 
So I got, well, I was saved in, sorry, I'm jumping all over the That's place because they're just no. a huge, right. I mean, yeah, this is an to, hour long podcast, to, yeah, right? Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> the life of Cynthia is, is long. Give us the five minute yeah, <laughs> version. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I was saved in, in sixth grade and my brother was on the worship team in our little youth group. And um, I just have always loved music. Mm. Um, I he He played bass guitar and he had an electric guitar. So I kind of like you know, wanted to be like him That's and awesome. started playing yeah. guitar young. Um, I wrote my first song when I was like in sixth grade. I think I was like 10 or 11. I was yeah. young. Um, and then we went to this, the other church, Santa Clara, Santa Clara community church. And, uh, then I started getting really involved in worship there. Um, I was on cheerleading uh, we were in public schools. We were just really a part of like our community and That's stuff. Awesome. And, um, so yeah, I started leading worship just, I think is a sixth or seventh grader. Okay. And, um, yeah. And then tell us, I know you've done some songwriting, did like this, we're considering a move to even like Nashville, Tennessee mm-hmm. at some point. Tell us yeah. a little bit about that portion of your life, how you, you know, I know, and that's something you desire to even further and continue to do. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, because of our church music association, so we would play for, you know, district things or for like a worship conference. Um, I got to know a lot of other musicians in the area and, um, band members and band was just a big part of like my life because of my brother's world and then mine. Um, so, um, taught myself how to play guitar. And so I just likened, you know, with all those other people that, you know, were kind of doing that live music stuff. Sure. Um, so we didn't, fine arts was not a big thing though, because I don't think that like where we were in our small churches, that it was big Mm -hmm. farming towards that. Unfortunately, I think I was only ever in one fine arts thing. Sure. Um, and it was very minimal. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so didn't really have that opportunity, but there was a lot of Christian shows. So we were really into Christian music. And, um, so just kind of grew up in that. And then, um, post high school, was still doing the band thing and had lots of good friends doing that and then started kind of opening up with my own music um, for friends' bands and, and writing. Um, so, yeah, I and got a few opportunities to record my own music and my own original songs. Awesome. Um, seems like a lifetime ago now. <laughs> well, because did you t- you didn't go to college right away? Is that is that right? Yeah, you, I you went took to. A, mm-hmm. You went. You took a little break and did did you do the singer songwriter thing and then go to college or was that just? To- well, I I actually was in community college okay. probably the entire time after high school. Um, so I pursued like an AA route that would line up with transferability to Evangel or Southeastern or something. Sure. Actually. Um, so I actually have like an AA in like general studies mm-hmm. from Gavilan College in Gilroy. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I knew that music would be my focus. So I always had like these electives that I would take to kind of feed that. Um Sure. Yeah. Awesome. And then you went to Arizona. So. Yeah. Then I went to Arizona. So unfortunately, my um, my stepdad, uh, my parents had separated um, eventually, and then my dad passed away when I was in high school. Um, he was sick with some different things, and um, he, yeah, went into eternity. And that's a whole other story, which is mm-hmm. very interesting. Very, you know, the Lord has definitely worked through that part of my life that in a lovely way. Um, but my mom had remarried my stepdad and we found out that he was sick with pancreatic cancer Wow! and, um, he passed away in four months. Wow. So, but they had moved down to Arizona while I was going to school in California. Okay. So I, I started college at 17 and moved out on my own 
which was really just above someone's garage while I nannied <laughs> their kids. Yeah. Um, so that was an adventure. I kind of grew up fast. Um, and they, so they moved down to Arizona and he passed away when they were down there. So I eventually left California. I think it was after two years I left mm. and went down there and was with them. And so I just enrolled in community college down there. Okay. So it was myself, um, my two younger sisters and my mom. Sure. And my three older siblings have already grown up, left the nest and all that kind of stuff. So I'm one of six kids of my two parents. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like the younger middle child. So we were down there in Arizona and my mom was, you know, nursing a broken heart and Mm. we were started getting involved in the assemblies of God church down there. Sure. So I was leading worship with the youth group at Chandler first assembly. Okay. And, um, on their worship team for Sunday mornings and was writing songs and trying to figure out what God wanted to do in my life. Then I think I just turned 19, 20, something about that. And then, and then I was there for about a year and a half and then they wanted to move back. And then I moved here to Springfield and then you've been Springfield since college, got married, all of that family. Cool. And been at central. So yes, I just had this conversation with my wife. I'm like, we're almost at that place where we've been together half of our life. Uh, You know, like it's just a sweet and interesting, like, Oh no, are we that old? Are we getting there? (laughs) I know it's crazy. I feel like almost, I've almost been here like half my life. Yeah. How long have you and Anthony been married? Um, it'll be 2010 was when we got married so okay. it's 13 years all right same year that's what we are as well yeah it's um, easy to remember it is yes very very <laughs> nice um well speaking of central why don't you tell us um maybe one of your your favorite moments here and then maybe a funny moment while serving um whether it's on worship or just a part of the staff or you know gosh i was trying to think about some things that have happened i just i don't know i live in the moment too much like sure. if my sister was sitting next to me she'd be like oh yeah i remember when this happened and i'd be like oh yeah that was cool that was funny but i just i don't know i can't think of anything that that uh i don't know i've just had so many good good sure. times you know since we've been here for a little while we've seen some different seasons and some different people um and i don't know we've just always had fun sure but um and I, for me there's just a sweetness a tenderness about just the way you lead and your personality and just making people feel welcome and a part of community and uh, you know it's a, it's a great asset and and Thanks part to, you know, to have on our team. And uh, I'm just so thankful for just who you are and just your friendship and your family. Um, you know, our kids are, are, are Augie and Serena, our our kids, they want to, you know, they, they've said, Oh, I want to get married. Hey, whoa, 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 slow down. (laughs) But there's that kind of friendship uh, between them. And it's, it's been beautiful to be a part of anything funny. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't know. Usually, you know, so many of my associations have been with, just the music community so sure. like you don't really have time to screw up anything or like <laughs> <laughs> i was listening to tori's podcast about how she wore the wrong outfit yes, you know yeah. for episode four and um i was like i remember that because yeah. she was like cynthia i didn't realize <laughs> yes i was like Okay. <laughs> or Maddie, she like slept through her very first Sunday. She slept through her alarm and like yes. came in with like, you know, still her hair was yes. wet. She had to go in between it. Yeah. She's so. like looking like she wasn't even yeah, awake I was yet. like, oh no, but no. okay. Yeah. Well, you're just, you're just steady. There's, you know, you, like, no, no, nothing, you know, I guess not. you just provide Always the stability. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Um, well, how about something interesting about yourself that others may know? I have a couple in my head. I think I'm wondering what you're going to share. So, mm, well, I think, well, I was thinking probably that songwriting thing yeah. because people are always surprised when they hear that. Sure. Um, because I don't, I don't really know how to operate in that right now as a mom yeah. and a pastor's wife is just not a lot of time, time. for yep. that isolation to, <laughs> to pull away and do that kind of work. Um, but, uh, I also bake and that's, 
been something that I love to do. Bake, sure. Baking and coffee. I worked at Starbucks. Um, I worked at Starbucks in three different states. Wow. Um, kind of just transferring from California to Arizona and then here. Um, so I've always loved coffee and pastries and things that make people happy. Um, I worked at Trader Food. Joe's uh-huh. when I was younger. And um, Trader Joe's is a really fun store if you've ever been there. So I've kind of just always had this bend on... Um, homeopathic natural things and yes. like growing up in the berry just kind of get crunchy like that i guess sure <laughs> fun well i was thinking of the baking thing yeah. you know just the did you yeah. you didn't own a bakery right or do you, no okay. i i had like a little side business gotcha mm-hmm. okay. i make wedding cakes actually i've made wedding cakes for services here and it's amazing yeah special event stuff and yeah awesome it's a fun way Cool. Um, well, let's take this a little more biblical, scriptural, biblical theme. What what has God been showing, doing in you the past uh, few months? Uh, something that you want to share just to kind of impart on our listeners today? Yeah. Well, um, you know, there's, I feel like every few days I, I get a little word from the Lord. And Anthony did a really great job on Sunday for those of you who got to hear his message. Yeah. Um, there was just so many little nuggets of wisdom and things of his heart that he shared. And it's been funny to hear people come up to me and say, Oh, he did such a good job. This is what the Lord said, you know, to me. And it's all these varying things. Um, and I feel like, uh, when one of the things that he said was that he wanted to bring comfort to somebody that felt like, what is it like to hear from the Lord? I'm not Mm. sure what that looks like. And so even as I say, I feel like the Lord has dropped some things in my heart every few days. Um, What that looks like is when I'm looking around and I wake up in the morning and I say, God, what are you going to do with my heart and my life today? Like I'm open to that. That kind of surrender um, is what I live for every day because that's our life source. Sure. Um, It's uh, his word and the guiding the guidance of his holy spirit and what he wants us to do that that's like my ultimate goal like sure. so bad that like i could go to heaven tomorrow and I'd be happy except for that i would leave my kids behind sure. so i would yes. not yeah. but but just knowing that like he is the ultimate fulfillment in my life um so uh so this week <laughs> what he's dropped in my mind and in my heart this week um actually goes along with the kind of song that is really a part of my mind right now is this song psalm 90 by Shane and Shane. It's called yeah. Satisfy Us With Your Love. Mm. Um, it it um, It's talking about waking up in the morning. And actually I have a scripture. Um, yeah. It is Psalm 90. Uh, um, because I'm one of six kids, I see like a lot of different versions of life that, you know, even paths that myself I could have chosen, sure. but, but the Lord directed me somewhere else. And so um, I get to kind of, uh, you know, when you have siblings, you kind of watch the the choices that they make right. and all the time I just think Lord I'm I'm so thankful that I I cannot deny you I have mm, to choose you so all the time yes um and so the prayer of Moses the man of God in Sam Psalm ninety it says Lord you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth or the world even from lasting to everlasting you are God um to me. He's saying all the time that he's always God, mm. no matter what, like sure. truth is truth is truth. And, um, that's kind of like what I've been sharing with the people around me. What I feel like the Lord has been saying is like, no matter how we try and fight it, like we always return to him. Sure. Um, and he satisfies us. It's good. Um, uh, the truth of who he is, how he's created the world, but also the truth of like what he wants for you every single day. Like mm. he, um, he satisfies us in that. It's good. And, um, so I want that for 
you know, my siblings, I want that for everybody I'm around just to know that like he satisfies. Yeah. And, and, and then a little bit later on, it talks about how, um, so teach us to number our days that we may gain the heart of wisdom. Um, and then make us glad according to those days in which you even have afflicted us in the days in which we have seen evil. Um, let your work appear to your servants. So let, let your work, the things that we're looking for that you do, let it appear to us. Let us, let us, let us understand and comprehend good. Um, yeah. in your glory to their children and let the beauty of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Mm-hmm. It's established the work of our hands. So I just, I, in, in the journey of my whole life, I've just always known that the Lord is my God it's good, and that he's been such a good father it's and good. that, um, when hard things when they come, because they always do, you know, last, last week while Anthony's preparing for his sermon, we had an invasion of carpenter bees. Oh no! We had a snake crawling out of the side of our house. It was just hanging out like in, we had, um, a a leaky faucet, which Anthony tried to fix to no avail. Um, and, uh, something else happened. Oh yeah. A lice infestation. So, oh, no. Yeah, that was really fun. And I was like, is this the enemy? Like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, who cares? Who cares? Like, he's, right. he's equipped me to to um, find my satisfaction in all these things. And sure. how, how, how are you going to use it? It's like like Anthony said on Sunday, how are you going to use these things, even as we face? So um, that's what I would recommend. Just just abandon. Right. <laughs> abandon yourself to God, and he'll satisfy you yeah. with his love. I think that's so good, especially in, in, in the music and the creative world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on stages all the time, and mm-hmm. you can easily allow that to become what you seek or what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like the people singing, oh, that's just such an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was listening to something even this morning just about a worship leader who, who she's been given stages all over the world and incredible, one of the top voices. And they, she said, someone asked her, like, what keeps you humble? Why, you know, you're, what, how does that kind of, you know, what do, what do you do? And he, she's like, well, I just come back to the one. Like, mm-hmm. what, who is this for? Yeah. You know, and he is the one that satisfies. Yeah. Like, it, if, mm-hmm. if you allow those things to satisfy, mm-hmm. man, you're, it, you're just, derailing and going up. But man, if you can yep. allow that to just come back every, God, you are the one that satisfies me yeah. with your unfailing love that I may joyfully sing and be glad yep. all my days. I think that's what Psalm 90 yep. says, you know, just that is, that is the honing, just yep. bringing us back and man, we can rest in that and yep. just find our satisfaction, you yep. know, which is just yep. such beautiful. What a great word. Thanks for, yeah. for sharing that with yeah. us today. Um, lastly to the, today, what's a, what's a song that's on repeat for you? Well, you said Psalm, Psalm 90. Psalm 90 so, okay. Yeah. Um, there's another one on the album. I just recommend that whole album. Shane and Shane, Shane so and good. Shane. Yep. It's, yeah, it's called, he's written a, he's like a prolific songwriter. Yeah. Um, I've met him a couple times in person. Nice. Um, and his wife, Bethany Dillon, is amazing. But uh, it, yeah, I was just trying to pull it up right now. It's called Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs. There's another one. Um, uh, only there, only there. Okay. So that one's, it's a live one, only there, only there will I find myself in you? Mm. So it's just that centering. That same kind of principle. Yeah. yeah bringing us back. Cause we're all going to struggle. We're all going to struggle with our sins. We're all going to struggle with our vices. We're all going to struggle every single day. But if we continue not to try to be perfect, but to bring all that brokenness mm. to the Lord every single morning and say, Lord, I was thinking about this and I know that wasn't right. Mm. Like, help me with that. He helps. Sure. He helps us. He walks us through and helps us to become more than conquerors to, you know, to live in the righteousness that he's called us to. And so 
That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Well, to, to, to close it, would you pray for that for our listeners just that yeah. we, they, we could be satisfied in, yeah. in the love of God? You know, yeah. So yeah, let's, let's pray that. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, God, for your goodness, God, that you prevail in our lives, God, yes. to show us, Lord, that you are ever-present help in time of need. God, I just pray for um, our community, Lord, that we would continue to seek after your heart and only your heart, Lord, that all of it is for your glory, Lord, that we would never be convinced of anything else, Lord, and and as we're distracted, God, or if we're discouraged, Lord, that we would continue to press into your face and to see what your hand is doing, Lord, reveal to your children what you are doing, what your work is, God, that we can not strive, Lord, but even just sit, sit in knowing and being still that you are God. Lord, um, we love you and we love to sing our songs of worship to you. Um, Lord, just give us that deep joy that comes from your spirit um, and dwelling in your house, God. You are the longing of our hearts Mm. um, in every avenue and in every part of our lives, God, and help us to remember that and to, uh, God, give you that glory. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thanks so much, Cynthia, for You're being welcome. on here today and uh, look forward to this releasing. And I'm sure it will, it will touch many people who are, who are listening and be an encouragement to them. So thanks cool. for sharing. Yeah, thank you.